camera rolling, audio rolling, us also rolling on ecstasy. We've taken a lot of drugs today. Wow. And the Grammy goes too. <laughs> Hi, my name's Megan Flood. And I'm Sintisha Goats. And you are listening slash watching Limited, Limited Two. It's a podcast about nostalgia. Nostalgia. The nineties, the two thousands time we grew up and we just want to like talk about literally everything because it was simpler times and i think we all could use that mindset so let's time travel let's go back and talk about all the hits the maori family oh my god the olsen family oh my god britney oh my god pop punk gigapex we're going there, okay? We're going all the way. We're going to have sex with nostalgia. <laughs> We're going to fuck nostalgia raw. Re- real good. Real good. Real freaking so good. So jump in this orgy and let's go back in time. <laughs> I like that. That was really fucking funny. <laughs> I like that because that's a double entendre. I wasn't even trying to be fast, like, but literally, come! Wow, you guys! Hi, welcome. Um, you'll notice that we are wearing uh, denim, two types of denim. Um, now, if you're just listening to this, um, I'm wearing a, um, uh, a like a dark blue denim, and Tish has a nice like acidy wash, like whiter denim. And this is um, an ode to our girl, Miss Brittany Jean Spears. The one and only. The one and only. The one and only. Also, I am the low-ride jeans that you had in the 90s, Sintisha. <laughs> and I am the um, marvelous Miss Maisel Megan that came 20 years later than the 90s. That's me. I do comedy here in Chicago, if anyone uh, wants to know. Anybody else lips just so dry? Yeah, real dry. I mean, it's like insane. It's so frustrating. It is. That's that's uh, winter in Chicago for you, though. That's winter in Chicago. You know who probably doesn't have tried lips? Christopher Anna Christopher Aniston. Christopher Aniston? <laughs> Jen, you've been holding out. You don't talk about your fucking brother? Christopher Aniston. Oh, boy. Who who has crusty lips? I said, who doesn't have who crusty doesn't lips? Who doesn't have crusty lips? Britney Jean Spears. Yeah. Britney, Britney, Britney. You know, I'm going to publicly apologize to Britney because um, I, I fell off. I fell off. I loved her as a child. I mean, truly, she was it. Yeah. And, um, you know, I heard a recording of her and it without auto tune and it was rough. It was rough. And it was around the time that Beyonce self-titled came out and we were all recovering from the aftershock of that album and hearing Britney and auto tune, it was like, it was so bad. And I, I took a step back from my duties as a Britney stan. And, you know, after watching the documentary, I have been, she's been on my mind so much. Yeah. And now I'm bumping her all the time. And my love affair has rekindled. And I just want to say, Britney, if you're watching, girl, I, I love you and I'm sorry. And I'm here for you. If you ever need a chat. Yeah. 
If we, you can talk to us, you Megan Flood us. and Santisha Coates. You can come to us, girl. Like, I feel like she's a celebrity that would, though. Just like confide in a fan. Oh my. A couple of fans. God. She would definitely like spill the tea with us. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Who wouldn't? I feel like I need to apologize as well. Just for, um, mm-hmm. yeah, dropping away, dropping away for a little bit and, um, giving into the, hype of the media that was attacking her all the time for her entire career. I, you know, grew up being influenced by all that. And uh, I won't shy away from the fact that I bought into it. And I... We drank the Kool-Aid. We drank the freaking Kool-Aid, dude. Um, so I very much apologize to Brittany. And mm-hmm. I, I also have just been bumping, you know, oh. fucking baby one more time, like... All, all the OGs, all the originals. Mm-hmm. If you had to pick an album, a Britney Spears album, mm, mm. what what would it be and why? Ooh, that's good. Whoo. If I had to pick one actual album to listen to over and over again that was just Britney Spears that mm. I favorite forever, it's Baby mm. One More Time. I vividly remember having this like Barbie, um, like a blow up Barbie house in like, like a tiny, you know, miniature kids one. I remember very vividly like hanging out inside of that one day. Uh, It was like right after I got that CD, I put it in my like very hot pink CD player I had. And I just played it from, you know, start to finish like seven times, just like laying, not seven, that's excessive, but like many a time. Just laying in my little Barbie mini dream house, I guess. <laughs> and I was just like literally laying like starfish on the fucking floor. Just like bopping. I also think that album is such a like culmination of all the different types of 90s music. And not even just pop music, but like she's got some reggae thrown in there. She's she does got, soda pop. She Yes, soda pop. She's got the like freaking like the, the acoustic, like noodly acoustic, mm-hmm. like 98 degrees style acoustic oh, kind of vibes yeah. in there. Oh, like she got it all in mm-hmm. that in that one album. And I think that's that's probably got to be my top. That's a good one. It is. The it's the original. And I want to get so it on vinyl because apparently they're selling it on vinyl now. So Yeah, no this is not an advertisement for Target, but it could be. <laughs> they are selling vinyls of Britney at yep. Target, y'all. Yeah, they are. They are. They 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 are fans. I we can see it. We, we can, can see, see it. it. They've got a lot of Britney merch at Target. They sure do. Um, I would say that mine this might be controversial. I love In The Zone. Interesting. So In The Zone, In The Zone reminds me of being like a teenager. Sure. And like, I remember Me Against The Music when that came out, like bumping that song so hard. And I, it was already like my, my level of standness was already like, very real like slave for you would be a it's a close second because i do love slave for you so hard but <laughs> in the zone just reminds me of like a simple great time and really like like there's a song the touch of my hand and it's about like masturbating <laughs> and i it was like right when i started like oh I think this is what it feels like to be horny. And then hearing that song, it was like, that's what it's like. And other people do it too. And other Britney Spears does it. I'm not a freaking weirdo or like uh, going to actual hell. The devil is not going to like, his hand is not going to come up from the ground and take me down in this moment when I do a little tap, tap, (laughs) tap, tap. A little, a little, ooh, Anybody home? Ding dong. Ding dong. On my schlingy schlong. Time to come. Mama said come. <laughs> Time to come. <laughs> no, but like, seriously, I like discovered a lot of stuff about myself through that record. Yo, it's real. It's real. It's real. Is that the record with, um, that's a record with like the Yang Yang twins song like Shawty, she thinks she bad. You know the flow is shit that is. Wait, which one has I Love Rock and Roll on it? That is 
slay for you. That's slay for you because that's crossroads. Crossroads. And that also has I'm not a girl, not yet a woman. Which, I mean... Every person can relate to. It's like, there's always that, like, period. Actually, I might change my answer to slay for you. Because now that I'm thinking about it, that has slay for you, of course. Overprotected. Oh, my God. Which, okay. Like, already telling us things. Already giving us signals. Right. Letting us know. That, yeah, that Slay For You is, it it does have a lot of the hits. The, uh, okay, so I gotta tell you the story about, um, I Love Rock and Roll. Um, Mm. okay, so I was probably, I don't even, I think I was in seventh grade, um, when, uh, me and my two best, two of my best friends, Chelsea and Ainsley, we had a sleepover one night and Chelsea's dad uh, is a musician and he, I mean, he's, you can literally look him up now. His name's Gary Mouton. Um, he still shreds that freaking guitar. I'm going to plug him because he's so fucking cool. Gary, I haven't talked to you in like 15 years, but uh, you know, big fan. Anyway, so he had a full on studio in their house growing up and it was the coolest thing ever. So one night we're having this sleepover at Chelsea's and um, her dad, we're trying to figure out what to do, what, like, we're bored, we played video games, we played board games, like, it's, and, like, this group was, like, not, like, the three of us didn't typically hang out together, so it was just, like, what can we find that we, like, know? All can vibe with. Yeah, yeah. And so, we all thought that we were gonna be famous singers at this point in our lives. So, we decided, like, her dad was like, you guys can, like, hang out and play around in my studio, because Chelsea knew what she was doing with the equipment, which... Now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, okay, like a couple 12, 13 year olds playing around with like professional sound yeah, equipment. Yeah, that was very like, trusting. Risky, risky. Risky. But he gave us the room and we decided we were going to make a band. Like full on, like, you know, like the jitters that we got when we talked about doing this podcast and like when you start a new project and you're like, that's like, even now as like professionals in this industry, like, and we're just like, we are fucking millennials, but just like people who's like, this is our career. Mm-hmm. But like, mm-hmm. we were thir- 12, 13 years old, and we were like that the same jitters. That we were like, this is it. This we're gonna we're gonna make it big. Mm-hmm. You, mm-hmm. And our name we it. decided was gonna be um, Love and Heart was our band name. <laughs> I live i live this is my first time hearing this story y'all i live <laughs> love and heart we love and heart. that's it and we thought that we were gonna like literally make it big and famous off of you know you know how we recorded these songs yeah we literally just played the track and sang over on top of the track itself and it was i remember it was britney spears i love rock and roll and Kelly Clarkson's, um, what was her like huge break breakaway? Oh, yeah. Iconic. Yeah. Talk about love and heart. Yeah. Love and heart all wrapped up into one little band that broke up uh, three hours later. <laughs> <laughs> we literally, were, we, we did so many takes of like those sa- those songs over and over and over again, like literally giving each other notes of like, okay, so you're a little like going off pitch on like that one high note. Just like make sure you like, it's like a, instead of a, you know, giving each other hardcore notes. And then we broke up because we were like, this is a little too stressful. Yeah. I yeah. don't know if I really want to do this for the rest of my right. life. Like people are going to be fans. People are going to like ship like this whole group and like want to see our success. Yeah. But can't really handle it this time because school starts in a week, so. <laughs> Priorities. Priorities. Well, now Megan is the biggest pop star in the world, so. I am. I'm very well-known singer. People know me as a singer more so than anything. Than anything else. Yeah. So that's that for you, folks. That's that. So if you put love and heart into it, anything is possible. Anything is possible. Anything. And you're watching Disney Channel. Beep, 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 beep. Oh! <laughs> Hi, I'm Megan Flood from Love and Heart, and you're watching Disney <laughs> And if you're just listening to this and not watching, we're doing the full-on Mickey Mouse ears. With- the full-on ears, you guys. Do you remember? <laughs> I used to just draw dicks.
like Jonah Hill and Superbad, like instead of the Disney or something, draw dicks. Like, welcome back. Oh, Brittany, Brittany. Oh, that's what they would do on a porn. They'd be like, hi, I'm Sentisha Coates, and you're watching Dickney Channel. And then you draw a dick. With your mouth open the whole time, like, <laughs> uh, uh. Actually, they don't even say anything at all. They just go, Oh, God, that's a snort. We've got a snorter. We have okay. a snort, ladies and gentlemen. Oh. I have, I mean, with Brittany, it's like, I love her so much, you guys. I, I have a confession to make. Um, <laughs> I was in the fourth grade and, um, Brittany opened her summer camp. And she still has this summer camp. It's amazing. It's for underprivileged inner city kids. And they spend the summer there writing music, dancing, acting, just a performance art camp. And um, if you know me by any means, for the people who don't, I was an indoor child. I spent my childhood watching old movies and reading books. So that summer, loser. I know, right? <laughs> I was like, I want to play kickball. I'm like, I'm going to watch Alfred Hitchcock. And my mom was like, what the fuck? <laughs> okay. But, um. And the kids, when you said that, they were like, she said cock. Right. They're like, mommy, she's watching a hillcock. <laughs> <laughs> mommy. Mommy. That's how all of the kids suck. That's how all the, that's why I stayed inside. So it's like, you guys suck. <laughs> Um, so this summer I was staying inside and I found out that Brittany had this camp from watching her diary, which we're definitely going to talk about because we watched it. Yeah. And, um, I, I said, this is it. I'm going to tell everyone that I went to this fucking camp because I wanted to go so bad. <laughs> so I lied and told everyone I went to the fucking Britney Spears camp. And then I had a picture of her because in Slave for You, it came with a, a autographed picture. Yes. And my mom got it laminated. And I told everyone that it was like literally her signature. So, like, that's how far back me and Brittany go. I'm wondering if anyone that, like, b- truly believed this, that you, I mean, I'm sure they all did because you're an incredible actor. We're going to plug her being an actor. Um, <laughs> professional. We are professional. Um, I- I'm just wondering if any of them are listening to this right now and hearing this confession and, you know, like, this is big. You know, they've been thinking about this for 20 years. For 20 years. Well, sucks to sucks, motherfucker. I was going to ask, what do you say to them for lying to them all these years? But um, I guess um, sucks to suck. I would say sucks to suck. Yeah. And, um, you know, you you wish, but you could never. You think you know. But you, but have, you have no idea. idea. This is the diary of Britney Spears. One summer in the life of Britney Spears. I mean, they literally followed her the whole summer. They did. And sh- this is literally two months. And she's like back to back doing fucking shit. Like, no wonder. Like, that is just two months of I mean, rehearsal, NASCAR thingy. Yeah. Um, rehearsal photo again. Photo shoot. Two ha- days with her. VMAs. The fucking VMAs. Like, that's a lot. Back to back. Can't even imagine. I'm like, I do like one thing for, I, I clean, I try to clean my room for 10 minutes and I have Girl. to take a break because I'm like, this is fucking. Oh, after this, I'm taking my bra off and I'm done for two days. Yeah. Two days. Two whole two days, days, dude. Like, I can't. I can't go to NASCAR t- tomorrow. No, I can't go. I'm sorry. Tell them I have to cancel or they can drive over here. How about that? Yeah. They can zoom, zoom, zoom. <laughs> Make my heart go boom, boom. 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 My Britney Spears girl. That was <laughs> that was a reach, but um, it's okay. You know, we're this is a nostalgia podcast. We can throw it a little in there. I get a Welcome back. And um, I just think she has 
really influenced so much. I mean, I I hadn't I don't think I listened to her music like recently as much mm-hmm. as I have just knowing we're building up to this, you know, doing my research. And I don't think I re- we are we are professionals. I don't think I realized how many how many true like number one hits that she's had mm. over the course of 20 years. Iconic. I mean, I, I, it, it, <laughs> <laughs> it, it really leaves me speechless to think about her career. Yeah. I mean, yeah, she really has changed so much. I mean, you know, as as much as people say like, oh, she doesn't sing or like whatever, she's a performer, okay? She is, absolutely. She is a performer. And it's like, let's see you try to sing live doing that fucking choreography. Holding a fucking snake. Let's like, see you run up the stairs and sing, okay? Yeah. Fuck you. Fuck you. Brian. Brian! <laughs> Michael! Garrett! Fucking white mother. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding. It doesn't no. matter what race you are. <laughs> Don't judge Britney. Yeah, free Britney. Free Britney. But honestly, that's not even a freaking joke. Like, Britney Spears has gone through so much goddamn shit. I can't believe, like, <sighs> I can't believe it's literally just taken me to this month to really sit down and evaluate how I, like, literally fed into that shit, dude. I mean, that documentary left me feeling so bad, honestly, because I totally fed into it. I had a subscription to Us Weekly. I thought she was, you know, insane for shaving her head and the umbrella and going out all the time and the Kevin Federline stuff. Like, I thought the conservatorship was good. Yeah, yeah, same. I I was I can't believe watching that back like the like rhetoric from the freaking paparazzi guy with the umbrella oh situation God. such a dick how he was like she never gave us any inclination that she was she felt harassed or anything you know like whatever that quote was yeah and I'm like bro she not only is this like pop sensation for like young girls and she's getting all this pressure to be this like virgin queen of purity in all aspects of her life. So she is going to smile because that's what she has told she has to freaking do. Right. Like she also probably doesn't want to get hurt because like people will like paparazzi will do whatever the fuck they want to do to get a picture. Princess die. Oh, Ooh. we'll have to do a freaking episode. Oh, on we're that. De- oh yeah. Talk about, Oh, childhood. Oh, I'll, I'll save that story for that episode. Um, sure, sure. You know, I just can't imagine being like we watched the full Diane Sawyer episode. Yeah, and it's like she was twenty-one. Okay, and you're asking her these questions, and it's like, bitch. So- I love Diane. Don't get me wrong, but it's like let's ask you what you were doing when you were 21. Right, right. Let's ask you who you were fucking when you were 21. Like, if you're drinking, if you're doing drugs, like... She was like, I don't do any kind of drugs. I don't do marijuana. uh, But I will have a little peach... What did she say? Amaretto sour. Amaretto sour. (laughs) Like, that was like... like, Oh, my God. And, like, this woman's like, I want to shoot her because my kids... It's like... I'm not here to be anyone's role model, okay? Like, mm-hmm. I'm doing this for me. I love that, you know, young girls look up to me and, like, listen to my music. But that's not what I signed up for. Yeah. And she really wasn't doing anything that was, like, out of control. Right. I mean, like, the, low, the worst thing was really her low-riding pants. <laughs> I mean, her pussy was... Popping out of it, Popping. dude. As like, was everyone in that era. True. I mean, like, it ain't just Britney. It wasn't just Britney. It was Misha. It was Paris. It was the vibe. That was that the was vibe. That was the style. But, I mean, Britney's was, if you watched the <laughs> I'm Not a Girl, Not Yet a Woman video. <laughs> we were like. We were like, oh, my God. We are truly about to see her vagina. We were, like, yeah. 
you'll be a woman soon. <laughs> Shit. No, but I mean, she really didn't do anything out of pocket. And she has just been annihilated in the press. I mean, ah. really, it is so sad. And I think watching that documentary and really like seeing what she went through with Justin and... Shit. Uh, it's like that whole thing made me feel bad too because I'm not going to lie. I, when Cry Me a River came out, I was like, I was Team Justin. 100%. I was seeing Justin. I knew what happened with the choreographer. So I was like, oh, fuck her. Right, right. And, you know, I I felt some kind of way. And I think it's because I love them as a couple. I yeah. mean, I really was rooting for them. <laughs> we were literally the like... double, double yeah, denim. Yeah, that's why we got our double denim going on. Um, yeehaw. We were literally sitting there watching this diary episode and we were sitting there like, why are we like shipping? Like, we're watching her and JT like interact. <laughs> like, why like, are we shipping them? Like, right why? Now? Why are we rooting for them? Uh, when we know. When we, we know. know what happened. I was like, I wish I could invent a time machine just to go back and help Brittany and Justin. Yeah. I would truly like, you know, you could save people, whatever. I'm going to go back in time. I'm going to go back to 2001 and I am going to prevent. Brittany and Justin for breaking up. Sorry, Jessica Biel. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, but Jessica Biel and, and your children. And your children. <laughs> but, you know. You will not exist. They're, they're, sorry. I am watching Doctor Who right now, so I'm like, ah, oh, yes, they would actually not exist. Yeah, and they that really would <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. You know, I... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <gasps> yeah, um, I think I would, I just, I would go back and tell myself, like, if I, you know, if I could go back in time mm-hmm. in regards to Britney Spears, I would go to Megan as me right now, dressed like this. And I would say, hey, one, <laughs> you fucking rock. <laughs> Two, don't give in all this Britney bullshit because years later you will find you and the media were wrong. Wrong did her so bad. Did her so dirty. I mean, really did her so dirty and the questions that she was asked over and over i mean it really is like your whole your whole personal your whole world is just on display there's no let up from the media or anybody about like giving you any sense of like normalcy yeah it's like you say one thing like oh yeah i want to wait to have sex and then you have sex and everyone's like are you still a virgin are you still a virgin who are you having sex with it's like Bro, are you asking any dudes this question? Yo, real. Real. Like, why? Like, why? Justin why? Timberlake, through his whole whole career, even past the point of, like, getting through boy band era, through mm-hmm. um, post-boy band, trying to establish himself as, like, a, an individual artist, like, yeah. through everything... Until, I think, what was it, 2013 that he hosted SNL or something? There's an SNL sketch where they do, like, a coming to America, like, him and Andy Samberg's ancestors. And they talk about um, making a joke about, like, what Justin Timberlake is envisioning, like, his great-great-great-grandfather is envisioning Mm -hmm. for, like, his great-great-great-great-grandsons and Mm -hmm. all of that. Yeah. And he's literally saying, like... I I hope that my he's doing like an Irish accent and it is kind of funny but he's like I hope that that my great great grandson will maybe join a boy band and become famous from a boy band and be in a relationship with a beautiful woman and they say that they don't have sex but secretly he hid it and it's like that's like not even 10 years ago that he did that and he's still like he's still making himself go bing boing up 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 based on like his relationship with her and how she is quotes a train wreck and comedy through her train wreck ness i'm doing air quotes for anyone that's just listening (laughs) oh it's it hurts man it hurts it hurts i mean look i kind of fell off with justin I haven't been the biggest fan of his last couple of records. I'm not going to lie. I, haven't I couldn't really... even tell you the names of them except 2020 Vision. That's the last one I bumped. It's the only one. That's the last one I bumped. And, you know, he's kind of been... Ugh, and 
looking back on just everything, it's like, ugh, like you really profited off your breakup and really demeaning this fucking woman. Yeah. Absolutely. It does suck. And people will be like, well, you know, he was a teenager and he was young and he didn't really know and he was, but. But you still was making jokes. You were, but you, it's the fact that like you still continue to profit off of it. You still continue to profit off of it. And it's only until you're called out that you make an apology about it. Right. Like it wasn't like you went out of your way to be like, whoa, I just watched this documentary. Brittany, I'm sorry. It's like we had to call you out and say, Look, demand an apology. You fucked up. Not only for Brittany, but for Janet too. Ooh, You're God. the one that pulled out her titty and Dude. she's the one that got shit all over for it. I mean, like it's honestly looking back, Brittany is just kind of the, the catalyst there has been so much, and I think we should do an episode on the treatment of women Absolutely. in like the 100%. early 2000s. It yeah. really was atrocious. Yeah, really. I mean, we kind of were like, oh, like it's funny. Like they're all train wrecks because we all fed into it. We all fed into the Us Weekly fantasy of like Lindsay and Paris and Brittany, like yeah. wild girls, and we shit all over them. And it's like, these are fucking human beings. Like, yes, they signed up for, I'm doing air quotes, they <laughs> signed up for this for being famous, but nobody deserves to be, like, disrespected like that. No, no. I mean, no. it's wild. No, they literally, they signed up to be artists. They signed up to fucking make, make shit. When, yeah. Whether it be a reality TV show for Paris Hilton or mm-hmm. fucking records and records and albums for Britney. Like, yeah. they signed up to make things and yeah. do things and they didn't, they didn't sign up for harassment. Yeah. It just sucks, dude. It really does. And I, I am rooting for Britney. I really am. Yeah. I, she just, you know, some things happened with the conservatorship. What is what, it? Conservatorship? Mo- yeah, you got it. You got conservatorship. it. Conservatorship. Her dad is no longer the sole person right. who is in control of her finances. It's now in control of the bank. Yeah. It's a, I think it's a co, co, it's a co. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. It's if a it, co. Yeah. It, I, I'll, regardless, thank God he's not the sole person in charge of yeah. it anymore. Like he, I mean, what from early on, he was saying like, my daughter is going to make me money. <laughs> Like, he's literally saying, my daughter is going to buy me a boat one day right. with her talent. Right. It's like, who are you trying to kid that you're doing this for, for your family? Your family and out for of love. career and her dream. It's like, no, you're trying to profit. That's everybody trying to profit off of somebody. It's yeah. like, just be supportive and like a nice person. Yeah. Shit. Like, if you're really down, of course, they're going to help you out. Yeah. Like, they're going to... You know, you in my quarter, I'm going to help you. Don't just try to, like, sell me. Like, I'm not a fucking prop. I'm your kid. Yeah. Yeah. It's like so. Also, was, didn't he, didn't the conservatorship begin, like, oh, no. When did Blackout, when did her album Blackout come out? Blackout? That was, like, 07, right? That was before the conservatorship. Yeah, Black, no, Blackout was, like, Oh, 2010. Oh, okay. Okay. So that was after. It was like right around the time. It was like in the sphere. It was like in the Kevert Federline, like Ooh, sphere. <laughs> K Fed. K Fed. Okay. Popo Zhao. Me and my best friend Emily were obsessed with Kevin Federline's <laughs> oh, no. single. Po, 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 Zhao. Emily, that's for you. <laughs> If you know, you know. Like I honestly don't even think I know what the song is. Oh, we're we're gonna play it for you after this. <laughs> Get ready, because it's it's a hit. Oh my god! You know what? The only when I think of Kevin Federline, uh, this is Britney Spears' episode. I think I can go down this route. Uh, I think of Kevin Federline, and I go to the One Tree Hill episodes where he was like this band. He was the lead singer was, of this band. He wait. He was in One Tree Hill? He was in One Tree Hill. He acted in One Tree Hill literally as his own person. Like That was me leaving. <laughs> she said, I'm going to head out. <laughs> she ducks. <laughs> 
No, yeah, he was literally in One Tree Hill. I don't know if it was one episode or multiple. I can't quite recall. But it was when Peyton and Haley open up the um, recording studio. I mean, it was just Peyton at the time. And she needs a she needs an artist, her first artist. And it's Kevin Federline's band in this world. And freaking Kate Vogel. Is that her name? Kate Vogel, the artist, the musician? Yeah. Um, she is in the band. And so it's like this whole like... Like the drama of like this terrible lead singer of a band, which is K Fed. Um, and he's like a total diva, like complete like writers and shit. Like, I mean, you have to have a writer, but like bad writers. And like, yeah, he, he gets kicked out of his own band and, uh, Mia takes over. Mia is the character. Yeah. I K- didn't know K- he was... K- Fed was an actor. He's a world-renowned actor. Oh, my God. Yeah, really just playing himself, though. I mean, 10 out of 10. Every time I watch it, I'm like, this is actually probably what he's like in real life. Just a terrible, terrible well, they person. Did... Speaking of that. Oh, my God. Chaotic. Anybody remember Chaotic? Brittany and Kevin had a reality show. Wait. Yes, <laughs> they did. It was on UPN. Who who remembers this? Okay, I'm put some crickets in the background in the editing. No, people are. <laughs> it was on UPN. It was called Chaotic, and it was everything. It was only like six episodes or something. But was it chaotic? I imagine it was very oh, chaotic. It, it was messy. It was messy. They were truly <laughs> two complete mess. Gross little people in a pod. <laughs> Ooh. Like, Wait, we just found out that she dated fucking Lip Biscuits uh lead singer. What's what's his name? Fucking Fred Durst. Fred Durst. She dated Fred Durst, which we found out and we didn't realize. Anyone else remember that? Because I don't remember that. That is bonkers. Bonkers. Like Britney girl. That's the only thing <laughs> like at least Kevin, it's like, I get it. Like, at the time, he was, like, that bad boy, like, ooh, But whatever. not, like, a bad boy that's, like, gross. Yeah, Fred like, Durst? I'd rather date Robert Durst, okay? <laughs> like, dead ass, chop my ass up, choke <laughs> me, put me in a bag in the Freaking river. dismember my body and throw me into the Gulf of Mexico. Like, I'd rather deal with that than date fucking Fred Durst. <laughs> 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 Girl, no, thank you. That's that's Damn. where we agree to disagree, Brittany. I'm so sorry. But you know what? In that Diane Sawyer interview, she did look like she was like, yeah, I, I, I strayed I yeah. up far from uh, the train tracks. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, you go from Justin Timberlake and Colin Farrell to fucking Fred Durst, bitch. <laughs> oh, girl. But yeah, gross. Gross. You live and you learn. You live and you, you do learn. You live and you learn. And, you know, Brittany has been, I mean, she's one of my longest relationships. If you think about it like that, you know? Sure, sure. Had a bit of a falling out. We had a bit of a falling out, but we're reunited. Yeah. And we're marching down to the courthouse with those free Brittany signs from Chicago. From Chicago. We're going to pull a Forrest Gump. We're walking cross country. (laughs) We are going to end up in L.A. at the courthouse. Free Britney, we stand from Oops, I Did It Again to I'm Not a Girl, Not Yet a Woman, Crossroads. Also, okay, another. Crossroads is, we tried to watch it, y'all. We did. We looked everywhere. It is nowhere to stream. Nowhere. Um, We did. (laughs) Y'all, we literally went on YouTube. We were like, can we find, like, you know, sometimes they have, like, a bootleg. Like, I just watched the maze, the third Maze Runner movie all the way through on, on YouTube. It was incredible. I love Sometimes you can find a nice bootleg on I there. I love a good bootleg. We were looking for Crossroads because you can't even buy it. can't even buy it on Amazon. I mean, I don't buy a lot of things from Amazon because fuck Amazon. But Fuck you, Jeff. Fuck Jeff Bezos. Um, no one should be a billionaire. Bye. <laughs> There's our little social commentary. Um, yeah. No, uh, couldn't find it on Amazon. It's nowhere to be found. So we went on YouTube and there are playlists of several different ones, but we found one that was 147 videos in a playlist that was listed Crossroads full movie, right? So we were like, this has got to be the full movie just broken up into chunks. You know how they do that? So they don't get like copyright laws, like taking their videos down. So we played it and it was like the trailer 
And then it was one clip from like, you know, when the girls get in a fight and whatever, they're like, and then uh, another clip. And then all of a sudden this like opening, this weird opening comes on. That's like very like soap opera-y and it says crossroads, crossroads, like the, like a bunch of images come together and then it creates the word crossroads. And we're like, huh, is this the way that the movie opens? And then there's this guy on a telephone and he's, it's, he's talking, he's, he's British and he's on the phone. And then this woman comes, it's a fucking British soap opera called Crossroads. And we realized the entirety of the playlist was just anything with the title Crossroads in it. <laughs> so we lost our freaking shit. We were like, this is like, they, they reeled us in with, they knew who was going to start watching it. And then we got to British soap and we were like, this is insane. And we watched a whole season. <laughs> We watched a whole fucking season of Crossroads. <laughs> and now we're here. From the year 2002. And now we're here. <laughs> we were literally crying. I mean. We were literally. I'm actually crying right now. Just thinking <laughs> about it. It was. No more crying. Wiping tears. Daddy's here. No more nightmares. We gonna pull together through it. We gonna do it. Lady Uncle's crazy. And yeah, but he loves you, girl. And you better know it. I told you I was re listening to That was to Love Eminem. and Heart right there, baby. <laughs> <laughs> love and Heart. Hi, my name's Megan Flood, and this is Love and Heart. Sings, raps, Eminem. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I'm actually crying. That's so funny. I'm wondering if Ainsley and Chelsea are like going to listen to this and be like, man, we really... We really held strong there for, really for three hours. For yeah. Love and heart. Yeah, we really did the damn thing. Inspired by I Love Rock and Roll. By freaking, it all comes down to Britney Spears. Britney. Also, let's be real. If anyone under the age of, like today, like under the age of 30, says that they knew who Joan Jett was before that song came out, they're you're lying. a filthy liar. You're lying. I literally went to my dad and I was like, Dad, have you... Dad, have you heard this song by Britney Spears called I Love Rock and Roll? No, honey. How does it go? Uh, sings whole song. Honey, she didn't make that song. You're a fucking idiot, is what my dad said to me. And then I was grounded for a year. He said, that was Joan Jett. And he you. made her listen to Joan Jett at records the whole year. And now repeat. I am Joan Jett. I, I am her. Professionals. <laughs> Now, also, fun fact about I Love Rock and Roll Crossroads, Shonda Rhimes wrote Crossroads. Amazing. I was 31 years old when I found that out, a.k.a. like re- like recently. A couple days ago. A couple days ago. Yeah, yeah. I was shook yeah. to the core. I mean, she she's just been doing it forever. Shonda, Shonda Stan, always. Always, forever and ever. Forever and ever. I mean, it's from really Crossroads insane. to Bridgerton, like really just. I mean, what? Maybe we should have a Shonda episode. I feel like half of our episodes are just going to be deciding on what, what our future episodes are going to be. Absolutely. It's all right. Whatever. Okay. We're just going with the flow. We're going with the flow, We baby. are going with the flow. Also, to all my Bravo fans out there, oh. never forget Summer by Bravo. I want to go. They used to do this thing, Summer by Bravo, and they would have all the stars from the reality shows. They were, like, staying on a camp, like, the commercial for the shows coming up for the summer. And it'd be Andy and all of them, like, ah! But Britney Spears, like, I want to go, was the song. It was like a little music video, and it used to give me life. (laughs) Period. It's Britney, bitch. It's Britney, bitch. No, we really do love you, and... yeah. I really have a newfound respect and love for you. And I, you know, you're, you've been giving me so much life lately, like listening to her again. Absolutely. I've been like, damn, I forgot about this song. I forgot about this song. This song gave me life. Like this was like my turning up phase, like my early twenties, like was Britney, like going to the clubs and just dancing to Britney, my 
other best friend Todd is a stan. She used to follow him on Twitter when oh he my tweeted, God. Todd, maybe make it get that Twitter back so you can have that Britney clout. And then she can li- then he can pr- you can promote it, Todd, and then she can listen to this see, and hear us see. talk about her entire career. Yeah, so you've got some work to do, Mr. Gasper. Yeah, I mean, she she really has gotten the the world together in the sense of you know how to have a good time how to put on a performance and and how to be yourself like how to literally not unfortunately the media did get a little bit of the best of her back in the day when they they just they were a train wreck to her mm-hmm. but through that and now just promote so much just like love yourself and be yourself and don't let anyone tell you what the fuck to do. Yeah, be happy. Be happy. Do what makes you happy. Yeah. She was saying that in her Diane Sawyer interview. Or no, it was the MTV. It was the diary. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She was just like, as long as it makes me happy, like, that's that's really endgame right there. That's at the end of the day. You're just trying to make, make sure that you feel good about what you do. And... Amen to that, dude. Amen to that. And, you know, these record execs, they're the ones that trashed her voice. She actually has a beautiful, deep register, like we said earlier. But they butchered it by making her sing a certain way. Yeah. Because, well, because Christina Aguilera had that deep register and people were comparing the two forever. So they were like, you have to be different than her. You have to. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Oh my God. I just remembered. (laughs) I just remembered uh, I was I went on a cruise um, a few years ago and they did this like, you know, they had karaoke every night as you do on a cruise. But the final night that we were there had this really big like all star karaoke contest. And I didn't do karaoke any of the nights until at that point because it was, like, right in the center of the ship. And, like, the other times were just, like, on these small stages. Like, this, I was like, this is my time to shine. Like, yeah. And I, like, I put my name in for the drawing. And the thing was that they only pulled five names out of the hat to, like, perform and compete against each other. Mm. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to put my name in. And if it comes up, like, I'm going to do it. So, I was the last performer. They pulled my name out and I was singing Oops, I Did It Again by Britney Spears. And it was, I'm going to post a link or something to the full video. It was fucking insane. I just like, all the other singers were like, the karaoke people were like actually good singers. And they were like singing these like Faith Hill songs and just like, you know, they were like older folk and like, they were just like fucking feeling it. Incredible voices. And I come out like, like putting on, I put on a freaking show. I'm not going to lie. And I I felt and I won I won the whole thing it was great uh, I I won a T shirt and a pen from Norwegian Cruise Lines so you know got my money you got a Norwegian pen I got a Norwegian Cruise Line pen yeah can we say touching professional <laughs> professional <laughs> wow yeah it was dope wow yeah and uh, the whole I was really mad though that it was like the last 24 hours of yeah, the shit yeah you could have been a fucking star again free shit all week I literally felt famous for those 24 hours because mm. people would stop me in the hallway and be like hey you're the girl who did Britney Spears you're the girl for the karaoke girl because the whole ship was freaking there it was like right in the center so I was living my biggest Leo fantasy, and it's all thanks to Britney Spears. It always comes down to Britney Spears. We can down. take anything in the world and dwindle it down to Britney Spears. Dwindle it down to Britney Spears. Try it. I'm try gonna, it. All right. I'm going to look at, uh, I'm just finding something in the room. Um, all right. We've got um, Tide Pods, right? Tide, Tide pods. pods. I'm looking at Tide Pods in the room. Easy. 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 So we'll start with um, Tide Pods and washing clothes, right? Um, we're gonna we're gonna then go into, um, you know, I'm thinking of a dishwasher, you know, because like washing clothes, then washing dishes. We've got Sarah Michelle Geller and Freddie Prince Jr. doing a dishwashing Tide. Com- wait. Uh, not tied the other brand you know whatever the dishwasher dishwasher brand promotion 
commercial, right? So we've got Sarah Michelle Gellar. We've got, we've already gone back into the nineties. We've got blondes. We've got, uh, actors, you know, Sarah Michelle Gellar was an actor. She acted on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. This is taking too long. Um, Mm -hmm. Buffy the Vampire Slayer was a TV show and Brady was on UPN, which Brady Spears reality show chaotic with Kevin Federline was that's it that's it you brought it in you brought you brought you you swung the home the home run there (laughs) that would have taken me at least 20 more minutes (laughs) but again we we would have gotten we would have gotten gotten there there. all the way to britney spears because it all leads back it all does to britney yeah we love you britney we love you and we love you guys thanks for tuning in thanks for tuning in this has been really fun welcome Thank you. Bonjour. <laughs> Adios. We're Sayonara. Saying, we're saying hello and goodbye at the same time. Hello and you know goodbye. what? We should like remember, remember I made a band called Love and Heart. I don't know if you remember that about my life. Um wow. but I did that. Yeah, how could I forget? Yeah, it was iconic. Um so we should start a band called Hello Goodbye. I think that sounds like a really good idea. I think idea. that sounds original. I like the Maybe we can have like a, like a really light techno-y kind of vibe. Yeah, I want to do beats. Yeah, beats. Maybe like a shimmy or something. And you know what? I have this really good friend named Jamie. We could write a song for my friend Jamie. Yeah. Or like, I like to shimmy, but only like a quarter. Like, not a lot. Yeah, just a quarter. We're clever. We're so funny. We're so funny. We will have a 2000s like emo pop. Oh, y'all episode. already know. I mean, if you know the two of us, you know that's going to happen. So stay tuned for that. Pop punk is not dead. It's certainly not dead. Actually, I think, honestly, Gen Z might be reviving pop punk. I'll just freaking say it. Well, good. I'm happy and I'm glad. I can't carry this all on my back. Yeah, it's getting tough. It's getting tough. I've got old brittle bones. Osteo. Actually, that sounds like a really good pop punk band name. Old brittle bones. Old brittle bones. (laughs) I got bones in their old man. They're fucking old, bro. What am I gonna do when I get older? Dance. Also, just last note, talking about Britney Spears and the Snake, if anyone watches Drag Race, I would just like to throw a really, really big shout out to Denali Fox for literally using Britney Spears' Snake. From the VMA performance. Yeah. Yes. Amazing. Doing a full-ass runway dedicated from to the Snake. And it was stunning. Gagging. Gagged and gooped. Gagged, gooped, gooped, shook, shook, crying. Deceased. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. We love you. We love you. Tune in next week. We'll give a little uh, promo as to what's up and coming on our Instagram. So follow us on Instagram yes. at uh, Limited2. And that's T-W-O because we're not about to get sued by the Justice Company. Never that. Um. Because we are good citizens. We're good citizens. And we follow the rules. We follow and the, the law. Rules. And if you wanna, if you're watching this video, then you should maybe subscribe to the YouTube channel, which yeah. is also because, limited to. Like, what kind of world would we be living in if we didn't have like two kinds of outlets for oh, yeah. our uh, creativity? <laughs> yeah, you're gonna get your fix. Don't worry. Bye. Deuces. We love you all. Subscribe. Give me. Kisses. <laughs> Kisses, baby.